you guys and welcome to The Secret Place. My name is Rachel and I am your host and here together we will be pursuing a relationship with Jesus the Messiah. Let's take a quick moment to quiet our minds and hearts as we go before the Lord in His presence and spend time with Him in The Secret Place. So before we get into this episode, I just want to give you guys kind of like a heads up. I was sick last week with a cold and right now I have really bad allergies and I'm still kind of getting over that. So I am not going to sound the best at the moment, but I did not want that to stop me from recording this podcast. So I just apologize ahead of time for how I sound. All right. So now that we got that out of the way, let's go ahead and jump into Galatians 5. So before we read some of the scripture, we kind of need to have some contextual background to Galatians and not just pick and choose verses to read and then pull them out of context. So let's really quickly look at the context of Galatians. All right, so Paul receives word that the churches he had started in Galatia have fallen into error, right? A group of people called Judaizers. (laughs) I'm sorry, let me try that again. (laughs) Judaizers. I can never seem to say that word properly. So, a group of people called Judaizers taught that in order for believers to be right with God, they basically must conform to the Mosaic Law, which if you don't know what that is, it's also known as the Law of Moses. So, the Judaizers' doctrine was a mixture of believing God's grace through Christ and believing works through keeping up the law. And basically, the Judaizers falsely taught the Gentiles, who, if you did not know, were people who weren't Jewish, that they had to obey the Jewish laws in order to be saved. And that type of teaching was widely starting to gain influence in the Galatian churches. And this is really why Paul wrote the letter to Galatia, was because he needed to address these issues, which is also why the book is called the Book of Galatians. And if you haven't yet, I highly encourage you to go read the book of Galatians. And maybe you've already read the book of Galatians, and I would suggest reading it again, because God is always revealing new things to us through his scripture. So now that we have the contextual and historical background of why this book was written, let's go ahead and get into this episode. So we're going to go ahead and read Galatians chapter 1, 6 through 7. It says, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. And then we're also going to read Galatians chapter 1, 11 through 12. And that says, I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel I preached is not of human origin. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by revelation from Jesus Christ. So we are seeing here, you know, that the people in Galatia, they knew the gospel because Paul had taught it to them. And it wasn't something that he taught in his own words. It wasn't of human origin, but he says that it was a revelation from Jesus Christ. The gospel he taught was not in his words, but they were in Christ's words. So even though these people of Galatia, they know the gospel, right? Because Paul taught it to them. So they know the gospel, and yet they start to accept a false gospel, which was really taught to them by the Judaizers. And they didn't teach by um, revelation from Jesus Christ. They taught from their own human efforts. 
And Paul really does speak into all of this in the book of Galatians, which is why I highly encourage you to go read the whole book. It's a pretty short book. It's literally only has six chapters in it. But we're going to really dive into chapter 5 today. So we're going to really quickly read Galatians 5, 7 through 8, which says, You are running a good race. Who cut in on you to keep you from obeying the truth? That kind of persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. You know, I was talking to my mom the other night um, just about this verse and really just kind of astonished that it, we are so easily persuaded by our friends and our family, social media, the news, influencers, YouTubers, just really by the world. And it just has so much like impact on us. And just like the people in Galatia, we can sometimes fall into things, believe, like believing things of the Bible that have been twisted by man's words or that have been taken out of context. And that's why we must be making sure that what we are taught falls in line with what the Bible is saying. That's why we must know scripture so we can discern and we can see what is true and what is not true. You know, you can't pick and choose what you want to believe out of the Bible. That's not how it works. You can't read one part of the Bible and be like, oh, wow, I really like that, but then read something else and be like, oh, that makes me feel, I don't know, a certain way, so maybe I just won't believe that part. That part's not true. That part's false, but this part that aligns with my beliefs and aligns with what I want, that part's fine. So we make things so much about ourselves when it has nothing to do with us at all. Are you being persuaded to believe a false gospel? You know, going back to that verse, it says, you are running a good race. Who cut in on you to keep you from obeying the truth? So my question, who cut in on you? Was it a friend? Was it a family? Social media, the news? Or maybe, you know, it's yourself and you just want to, and you're just stuck and indulging in the flesh. And I know it's hard. The Bible says that we are a constant war with the flesh in our spirit because the flesh is contrary to the spirit. Are you living a life walking in the flesh and indulging in the flesh? Or are you walking in tune with the Holy Spirit? Are you actively trying to have your life be a representation of Jesus Christ? You know, you can't go to church on Sundays, but then walk in the flesh throughout the week. And I keep talking about the flesh, and you may be wondering, well, what is the flesh? What exactly does that mean? And, you know, in the book of Galatians, it gives you an exact example of what that is. Galatians 5, 19 through 21, I believe. It says, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual morality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissensions, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. And it goes on to say, let me tell you again as I have before, that anyone living that, that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. 
And you know, some of you may say, well, that sounds really harsh. I'm not perfect. Of course, I'm going to fall into some of these sins. And you know what? You're right. You're not perfect. Neither am I. Nobody is, except for the Father. But, you know, we serve a perfect God, and He gives us grace and forgiveness. It's not saying you have to be perfect. Of course, you're going to fall into some of these sins. But, you know, we're not supposed to be actively walking and indulging the flesh. We cannot actively be in it. Yes, we may fall into sins. Yes, we may fall into temptation. We may give into the flesh. You don't have to be perfect, but we need to be actively walking in tune with the Holy Spirit, striving to live our lives like Jesus and be his servant, not have the mindset it's all about me because Friends, I'm sorry, but it's not about you at all. It's all about him. He is what matters. His kingdom. And he created us with a purpose. And we are called to glorify him as our father, as our king, our savior. And you know, it says in Galatians 5 verse 13, It says, you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge in the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. So how do we stand firm when we are constantly being bombarded and persuaded by false teachings? And how do we resist our flesh when... The world is constantly telling us to go after the things that we want, to indulge in our flesh, and saying that it's okay. How do we resist these things? It's not my words. It's not anybody else's words. But I can tell you how, because it's in Scripture. It says in Galatians 5, verse 16, So I say, walk by the Spirit, And you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit. And you know that may sound so simple because it honestly really is. But you know it's also hard. It's hard to resist our flesh. It's hard to resist what the flesh wants. But you know the spirit wants something too. And we are called to walk by the spirit and not by our flesh. So then we get into the fruits of the spirit. Okay, so in Galatians 5, 22 through 25, actually 22 through 26, we're going to read that whole piece. It says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying of each other. The fruits of the Spirit are not just characteristics that we strive to have. They're not us just trying to be good or have like a better lifestyle. The fruits of the Spirit are the invisible attributes of God that are lived out in our lives daily. 
You know, it says in verse 25, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. And that's how we have the invisible attributes of God. And that's how they're lived out in our, in our lives. They're lived out in our lives by walking with the Spirit and keeping in step with Him. The Holy Spirit helps transform us into the image of Jesus. And in order to look more like Yeshua, which is Jesus in Hebrew, we must spend time with Him in His Word daily because we begin to look like who we spend most our time with. In John 15, 8, it says, This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. We are to allow the Holy Spirit to transform us so that we may bear much fruit, and we do this by abiding in Him. And by the fruit that we bear, people will know that we are His disciples. How cool is that? And as we close out, going back to Galatians 5, 7 through 8, it says, once again, you are running a good race. Who cut in on you to keep you from obeying the truth? That kind of persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. You guys, you are running a good race. Who did you let cut in on you? Who did you let drag you astray from your walk with God? Was it a friend, a family member, social media? Was it yourself? Because I know for me, I've definitely let myself get in the way. I've let jealousy, my wants, pride, I've let all of that before get in the way of my relationship with God. So, you know, really just take a moment to just self-evaluate are you striving to look more like Jesus or have you gotten distracted and been indulging in your flesh and not walking in tune with the Holy Spirit? And you know, if you have and you've been struggling, it's okay. God is so gracious and he's such a forgiving and just God. So just go to him and tell him your struggles. Tell him and repent because he is waiting for you. He has not left you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. I pray that you guys would really be taking the time to walk and step with the Holy Spirit and to really just be diving into his word and putting those things in the scripture to practice. Don't just read the scripture, but go and live it out. Thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this podcast. It truly means the world to me. I pray you have the most beautiful day and that you spend time in the presence of the Lord this week. If you would like to find me on social media, my Instagram is raanderson underscore. Thanks again for listening, you guys.